0: everyone and welcome to the never open podcast the podcast open to everyone yeah uh, yeah and i am your host luke and with me as always is the uh, producer extraordinaire
1: mr guy himself it's andy say hello mr andy hello mr andy hello luke and uh happy uh holiday everybody yeah <laughs> happy holiday <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so uh, we can't really get drunk at the same time unless one of us stays up at an ungodly hour to party. So uh, we decided that I would get drunk and only drunk and Andrew, Mr. Andy, whatever his name is, would do something that's more legal in where he is.
1: Oh really? Okay. I thought you were you were doing both and I was doing oh oh oh, oh gotcha gotcha gotcha. Um yeah, sorry, sorry, I know. Uh, <laughs> the authorities are definitely listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: think everyone who listens to the show or at least follows us on the tweety has uh <laughs> has seen me post some weird shit. I don't know. It's like sometimes I'll just tweety something out and I don't even know if it – it makes sense in my brain. It's like when I play Cards Against Humanity. Have you ever played that?
1: I'm familiar with what that is. I've not played it before, though.
0: All right. So I'm not explaining the rules to you. So anyway, everyone else that's listening, <laughs> Please what don't. You th- <laughs> what I'll do is I'll be a, a little inebriated, and I'll play cards that I think are hilarious, and then when they're read out loud – it's tumbleweeds and
1: crickets. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like your, I like your out of context tweets. That's what I like. The ones where it's just like, cause I know what it is sometimes, but sometimes I just don't. It's just some gif of something weird from a movie you watched. And it's like, okay, maybe I know what that is, but sometimes it's like fun. Yeah. You know?
0: Like, I know it's probably a good idea to say, ah, oh, I'm watching this movie very soon. S- stay tuned. But instead I will just put a gif of it, and just leave it at that. And if people know what it is, they do. If they don't, they don't. And I think people, most people, like you, would just see it and go, eh, "What the fuck?" I don't
1: know. <laughs> well, I, when I, you know, when I first started doing podcasting, um, I started announcing a few things, and I got burned, man. And so, like, you know, I I learned that unless you know, you're dealing with somebody who's very consistent, like you and I are very consistent. It's you should never announce things ahead of time because you never know what's going to happen. Something, you know, some fucking computer thing's going to go wrong, and you know, or the person's not going to show up. It, especially, it also helped me learn about dealing with wrestlers and how there's this thing called wrestling time, and it means wrestlers are always late and they do not value other people's time at all. You've seen them wrestle; they've gone too long before, right? They don't care about yeah. your time. So, You know, it made me realize uh, after getting burned like six times, uh, you know, that I'm not going to announce interviews or anything we're doing anymore because it's going to fucking, you know, fuck up every time. (laughs) I don't really follow a pattern with what i review. I'll go
0: through moods and phases. And I don't know. I've probably mentioned it. I got ADD. I don't really have hyperactivity, so I just get the H out. But I got the other ones. So I'll feel like watching something weird and crazy. Then for some reason I'm watching Air Bud or Undercover Grandpa. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, there's ways that people can contact us. I guess I know this is just a silly episode, but they should still do that. That would be yeah, good. Yeah, they
1: did too. We're gonna we have questions and you know uh, if you haven't picked up on this, this is gonna be just a goofy episode where we talk about whatever we want. And we thought we were gonna call this Never Realm. And maybe we'll come up with a better name throughout this uh, episode, but that's kind of the current working title. But go ahead, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I guess like because we're because I'm in Australia and you're in America. Like the only t- times we pretty much get a chance to talk <laughs> is when we're doing the podcast. So all we ever talk about is New Japan Pro Wrestling, even though uh, yeah. I've I have derailed it into like random next generation talk for yes. no reason.
1: Yes. Oh, man. I love Star Trek. And we're going to talk about Star Trek a little later. But you were going to tell folks how to get a hold of us, right? Oh, uh, yeah. You're going to have to do a little prodding <laughs> for me today. <laughs> I got my yeah. – my, 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 I'm like, what, who's the wrestler? The Terry Funk, he has the branding iron. That's me. I got it right now. That's right.
0: All right. A kendo stick would have been good, too. So, all right. Contact. <laughs> uh, neveropenpod at gmail.com is our email address. You can send voicey emails. Or typed written <laughs> emails. It's your decision. We like the voicey. <laughs> yes. The voicey ones are good. Yes, that's tremendous. And, <laughs> then you can you can follow us all on the Tweety. We have three tweeties. Uh <laughs> And mine is at Grumpy Two Eb. Mister Andy's is at Drusen for tweets. And we are collectively at Never Open Pod. And That's you can like DM us as well. I don't know if you can DM voice ones, but I don't know. You can try it.
1: Yeah, I think you can. You know, if you can send it to us, I'll figure out how to get it
0: on the show. Yeah. If if you send a voice Tweety, do you still have to stick to the
1: amount of words? I don't know. Well, the DMs DMs don't have a character limit. Luke, what's up? Oh, really? I don't DM people
0: that much. And it, that means I obviously don't get many DMs back. I don't know. I think I am too old for Twitter, but uh-huh. yeah.
1: I don't know. Sometimes I, I don't, I sometimes I don't always though. get it. Uh, and I love Twitter. I love Twitter, man. I like. I got on it originally for like sports stuff, and like in two 2000- thousand. I I think it's 2009. I think this is when I got on there. And, uh, and I kind of just looked at sports stuff for a while. And then I started seeing there was a subculture for that, that, that thing called, or that, um, uh, cartoon called adventure time, which by the way, that first first season of that is one of the funniest things like of all time. And so I was like kind of tweeting about adventure time. And then, uh, and then the wrestling thing came along. And so it's been wrestling Twitter ever since, although ancient history and random, just like, uh, you know, bullshit of course too.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I I just I think if like if you want nobody to watch your stuff, share it on Facebook. Yeah. Where it's all family and friends. But if you want people to get into it or or build a community or whatever, it's the tweety. You gotta use that one.
1: So I hate to tell you this, Luke, but my Facebook page was way more popular than my Twitter page because like A lot of it was people I knew, but I knew a lot of people when I was doing The Road Home. And so, like, I I think I I can't – I don't know if I got to the limit, but I had, like, 4,000 or 3,000 followers. And, like, a lot of them were, you know, people that interacted. And so, like, when I sent something out, sometimes I would get a lot of attention. And I just – I should probably post the Never Open stuff on there, but I just don't – I just can't. I don't don't really promote the Never stuff on the
0: Facebooks either. I, I, sometimes I do but by the way um, I have to mention this I got like on my my, my Facebook and I got like 316, 316 baby
1: yeah. well I was I put, just uh, friending anyone pretty much just to like get you know like whatever I, I was trying to promote my old show and I was like I was pretty ruthless about it so <laughs> yeah uh, that was fun well um <laughs> Do you yep. want to hit? Do you want to hit some of these emails? I, we I have uh, we have emails from all kinds of folks, um, and some of these questions are pretty stupid. I did look at this first one's a pretty stupid question, so um, I don't know what you know. We'll do our best with it, but this Glenn Smith guy, I mean, come on, man, can, we can do better than this, Glenn. Glenn sent us an email that <laughs> says, "If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be?" Glenn, the larch. <laughs>
0: how to recognize different types of trees from
1: quite a long way away. Number one, the larch. The larch. And now, number three, the larch. The larch? Okay, tell me about this. Maybe this is a good question.
0: I, that's just the first thing that pop into, popped into my head. People might have expected me to say like a eucalyptus tree or a gum tree or some shit, but no, <laughs> it's, it, it's the larch. And it's only because there's like this really cool Monty Python sketch where they're educating you about trees. But every time they do that, it's just the larch over and over again.
1: <laughs> they um They have one of the most insane it's it's hard to describe how i feel about this when you see like the greatest match ever and you go those guys are highly skilled there is a monty python sketch that makes me feel the same way it's the one where they're it's a it's a documentary style thing about the death of a um a composer and his name is impossibly long i mean it takes them 20 30 seconds just to say the guy's name <laughs> and, and so they do that the whole sketch and i mean it must have taken so much work to get it memorized and every member of the cast does it so it's not just one of them and you know in the the doctor they're like the guy announcing will be like yes today uh unfortunately and he says the whole name of johan gamble putty dubon house firm Kraskrenbon,
0: Friedigdangel Dungelbars, Stein von Neckthresche, Appelbanger, Horowitz, Tikolensik, Grandadisch Beltung, Grandisch Grunwald Nars Beltwasser, Kirslich Imbel Eisenbahnwagen, Guten Abend, einen eine Nürnberger Bratwurzel, Gespert mit Zweimark, Lube Hunsfurt, Gumberabe, Schonendanker, Kaufschleich, Mittelraker von
1: Hartkopf of Bloom died today, and he was, you know, the son of, and then they just say, you know, they just continue to put the name, it's so fucking awesome. Yeah, then um, they cut to a guy
0: they're interviewing, and yes. so what it. So, what did you think of Johann Gamble Devon
1: House Firm Splendid Schlitz, Krass <laughs> Krenbon, Friedigger Dangle
0: Appelbanger, Horowitz, Bon, Neck Thresher Applebanger, Horovitz Tickle Nsick, Granden Imble Eisenbahnwagen, Guten Abend Bitter Nürnberger Bratversal, Gespürt mit zwei Lube Hundsfoot, Gumbrauber <laughs> Schonendanker Kalbsfilet, Mittelracker von Hartkopf, auf. <laughs> the guy has to stand there waiting for him to finish saying the name and stuff.
1: <laughs> that was so amazing! I love that first season of Flying Circus. I think that's where that's at. It's in one of those seasons, and that show is awesome, man. The there's a there's a sketch where a guy is gonna he does basically he has a, he has a manager. This guy's an athlete, and he has this like sleazy manager that talks him into doing terrible things for the publicity and money. Not not like bad for others bad for him like he does dangerous things and he decides he's gonna jump over like the English Channel and yeah. so he's standing there, getting ready, you know, and of course he just immediately fails, and that's a good sketch too. Man, there's so, so much good shit in that. It's um, the
0: same one where the guy, like his previous challenge was to like, eat a castle or something. Eat
1: a house, yes.
0: Eat a house.
1: <laughs> Will uh,
0: Ron be trying the cross-channel jump again soon? No, no, I'm taking him off the jumps, uh, because I've got something lined up for Ron next week that I think is very much more up his street. Uh, what's that? Uh, Ron is going to eat Chichester Cathedral. <laughs> <coughs> well, there he goes, Ron Obvious of End in an attempt which could make him the first man ever
1: to eat an entire Anglican cathedral. <laughs> that is amazing. That's really good shit. I I have that on DVD, and I don't have a ton of DVDs, so that's that's definitely. Yeah. I've got. Um, I'm staring at my at my Monty Python box set right now.
0: Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I, I break it out every year or two. Well, all right, but you're dodging the question. Like I am, is yes, Like, cares about Monty Python, motherfuckers? Like,
1: Andy hasn't mentioned what kind of tree he is yet. <laughs> Get to the fireworks tree factory. I have two answers, all right? So my first one's pretty easy and pretty cool, I would think, you know, and I'd be Treebeard lot. from Lord of the Rings, right, you know? Fucking hang out with the the you know the, whatever the hobbits and carry them around and say weird shit you know Gandalf and fucking when the bad guys attack you're like Groot you're just like invincible you know what I mean so it's all good that would uh, be is your answer. other answer Groot no no I'm not gonna do that to you I'm more creative than that you know my <laughs> other- <laughs> My, I guess my other answer would be, I my favorite tree is Japanese maple, and there's a couple reasons. One, because it's just fucking amazing. It turns red. It looks different than everything else that we have here, and also it looks the leaves look like a pot leaf. So there you go, Japanese maple. Do they have like the syrup as well? Does is it red syrup?
0: Oh, I that's don't really it, know. It's not syrup. That's actually tree blood.
1: Tree, <laughs> it's tree beard blood. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Japanese maple syrup let's see here I'll oh, look it up
0: I yeah. like it when people well, look things up on on a podcast it's like it's real good audio which means like the other person has to stall while the other one looks stuff up which means I'm stalling
1: by doing this right <laughs> Yeah, it's called vamping it's a it's a fucking skill um I, this guy is a large this guy's asking he has a large uh, tree and he wants to know if he can Get a yield out of it, and somebody says, "Yeah, you can get all maples can be tapped for surplus Syrup, <laughs> some such as a are a waste of time. And Japanese maples not listed for the best syrups. Apparently, it does have a syrup, and maybe it's not so good. Um, stank syrup." It's definitely stink. Um, Also, someone else mentions, this is really funny, that it takes 40 gallons of sap to make one gallon of syrup, so you better fucking tap the shit out of that tree, man. You got all that from one bag of oranges? (laughs) Dude, half my life is Simpsons quotes, I swear to God. I know, I know. You know, I like the Simpsons. I don't love it. I don't love it. And, like, I know everybody else loves it. And I'm not saying I don't like it. I just... I man, I, get, I got, I got sick of that show in like 1992. You know what I mean, or whatever. I just, and it's still going on. And they haven't I, made I, the best episodes yet. What? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know what. You know, I don't know exactly what time in my life I didn't care about Simpsons. But I remember we had a friend. We wanted to watch it, and we had a friend tape the uh, the Christmas episode, which is the first episode. Um, tape that for us so we could watch it because we were like busy that night or something like that, my whole family. So someone taped it and somewhere in my closet is a tape of the very first uh, TV broadcast of the Simpsons. So So do you still have a VCR? I do not. However, VCR is making a comeback, you know, uh,
0: I had a VCR until like a few years ago and people would make fun of me for it. but I like VCRs more than, D- I like VHS more than DVD. And there's a simple reason, everyone, when I put on a DVD, warning, warning. Oh, menu load, menu load. I wanna press the fucking skip button and it's not working. Whereas I'm watching a VHS tape and guess what? Fast forward. I need to watch that go- those government warnings and all that bullshit. So fuck you, I want VHS,
1: give it back. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. I can just stream it. It's like it's fine. But <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Although I do, you know, I, 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 it's lately it's been happening more and more where like HBO Max and Netflix and stuff they stick some commercial for one of their movies like right in front of the the show you're trying to watch and um it's confusing because on my phone it'll say like you know it's an hour long but then on you know I'm casting it and it says it's like an hour and four minutes on there and I'm like what the fuck is this four minutes assholes. Yeah, it's all that bullshit. You know what? I used to...
0: Oh man, I kind of miss fucking VHS tapes too to see all the previews and stuff. I don't know. You can just YouTube and then all that kind of things now. But, I, you know, in the town next to mine, in, in a town called Maui, there is still a video store. It was there when I moved to Gippsland. It's still there now. I've been here for about five years, dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: it's a fucking, vi- it's a video store.
0: No shit. It's still going. The
1: the building that my job is in is, it was, used to be a Hollywood video when it first, I mean, it was built in like the, you know, late eighties, early nineties. And, uh, so that building was a Hollywood video and they, they took that space and split it into two stores. Jimmy John's right next door to where I work and, uh, smells good every, every day. So that's nice. What is Jimmy John's? It's a sandwich shop. That's the one that Brock Lesnar has on his drawers, you know. It's uh right. it's, it's kinda like Subway, but really good. Subway sucks and this place is yeah, good. So we we have Subway. It's it's fine. It's gross. Uh, it's I, in a pinch, in a pinch. It's fine. You know what I mean? But like I'm not gonna seek out Subway, not not happening. We have
0: them everywhere here. Like every food court has has a has a subway in it.
1: Like every single one,
0: dude. What like, other,
1: uh, uh, what other like fast food places that maybe I don't know about that you have?
0: Uh, what Australian ones? All right. We have a, a chicken chain called Red Rooster. Okay. Which is just like chickens and shit and chips and stuff, <laughs> gravy, all that, you know, all that kind of stuff. So there's Red Rooster. There's one that I don't really go to that much. but It's called a Porto. It's from Sydney or whatever, but there's a few of them around. They're, they're all right, from what I remember. I, I There's never any near me, man, so I, I don't have it that often. But uh, there's a red rooster fucking – oh, here we go. There's a red rooster near my house, like a two-minute fucking drive, right? Yeah, and yeah. I, I see a thing, this banner on it. It's like some kind of fucking – awesome just a burger that you can get it's cheap that's just right i'm like oh i like the sound of that if i can go through the drive-thru and they're like uh we're out of buns would you would you like something else i'm like you're out of buns okay like completely out of buns so i was like no nah, it's all right fine and then another time i go there then it's like well, i wanted a chicken parmesan burger we're out of we're out of chicken, we're out of the chicken parmesan patty things I'm like fine. No thanks, bye. And the next time I went there, I was like, "Can I have such and such?" And they're like, um, "That that finished like five minutes ago." I'm like, "Oh fuck you! I can go to all-day breakfast at Macca's, motherfuckers," which is like an extra two-second drive. So I don't go. I've sworn off I'm going to that Red Rooster forever. Oh, and we don't call Burger King Burger King. We call it Hungry Jacks. Ooh, Hungry Jacks,
1: huh? Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know. Why. We, we have like a Hungry, I think there's like a Hungry Jack, like fucking what do you call it, the frozen dinner type deal. I think that's a thing here. But uh, well, I see the logo here for this Red Rooster place, and it looks, I mean, it looks just like anything you would see here, of course. I mean, we have a place called Red Robin that does burgers, and they're more like a sit-down place, but. Dude, I I really try not to eat fast food. I like – I avoid it like the plague because I just – I don't know, man. One time I was – I need – like basically I hadn't had fast food in like six months. And I was – my old job required me to drive around the country a lot. And I'm out in the middle of the country – and the only th- and i'm like hungry and what's what's on what i'm doing for work has taken me way longer than i was expecting I'm really hungry and the only thing there is a mcdonald's so i get i go to mcdonald's i'm like fuck it i'm just going to eat it and i got uh, a angus burger right now again i had not had fast food i've been pretty much eating like this really strict diet been really like good with you know clean food and everything so i i eat the angus burger in like 3 bites and i've never had like salt shock before but like my body went into salt shock and i had to like just this is something i'm making up salt shock but i'm no i I get it man i eat a pizza
0: and then i just need like fucking 50 (laughs) liters of water then i'm up like at different times of the night pissing because like i've got all this water in me yeah now i get
1: it i had to go back in and get a refill like, I had gone through the drive-thru. I had to go back in and get a refill of water. <laughs> I was like, fucking, I, oh, my God, that's shit. So that kind of changed my perspective, and then I looked at, like, how much does a McDonald's breakfast, breakfast sandwich, how many calories does it have? And it's like 1,200 calories, so you can't eat anything else the rest of the day if you eat one <laughs> you know, so it's ridiculous. Oh, I do not like it. <laughs> no. Nah, up. Uh,
0: but the I haven't had the Angus. I always I've ever since I was a kid. It's been a quarter pounder. That's it. That's all I want. <laughs> or unless it's breakfast, and I want a sausage and every muffin. That's it. And you know, I know no one listens to this, but or you know that'll sue us. But if Magus is listening to this, like give us some money, because uh, sometimes I'm
1: really hungover and drunk, and the next yeah. day. Uh, I really need some mag greasy <laughs> shit, yeah. <laughs> that is helpful, the uh nasty, you know, food after drinking, which you know, I mean folks are wanting I don't know, I don't really drink that much. Uh every once in a while I'll have you know, we'll like drink half a bottle of wine or something like that. But I, I just I kinda quit doing it. Um, you know how you just like putting a a run together and then you get kind of into it. I like, I put three days together and I was like, oh man, I don't need to drink the rest of the week. And then I had two weeks and I was like, and so I just kept it going. doesn't, I'm not sober, you know, I'm not saying I had some kind of problem and I, I was just, I like to drink and sometimes that leads to doing too much drinking. And then, you know, so, uh, but you know, I do other stuff, so it's all good. That's all right. Everyone's got to tone it down every now and again. Yeah, I'm a little older than you, and uh, I did not tone it down when I was younger. I mean, I did not. So, um, just like the guy from the room, I did not. <laughs> I Did not hit. I did not. Hi, Mark.
0: <laughs> so that's you? One, that's one of my favorite <laughs> movies ever. And yes, really. if I was to review it, it gets a zero. But the fun yeah. factor is fucking ten.
1: It's amazing. The did you see the like whatever the movie they made that was basically just like a shot-for-shot shot remake type deal with like yeah. some... Oh, the, I didn't the disaster like it. artist. Yeah, I didn't like it. I was like, why don't I just watch the movie? Like, if I want to watch, you know what I mean? Like, why would I watch this? I'd rather watch the original <laughs> movie. Way way more entertaining. You yeah. oh, know. Oh. <laughs> just well, my one we're just, we're all- You don't have to get so upset about it, you know. It's yeah. just my opinion, King, so. <laughs> That's fun.
0: No <laughs> oh, man, I remember enjoying the movie, but then after I watched the movie, I watched the room, so and I enjoyed
1: that more. So, yeah, that was. Yeah. Now, what's a, what's another bad movie that that's uh that you like? Well,
0: another easy one. Oh. I reviewed it recently. It's Color of Night.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> That's
0: some stupid
1: shit.
0: Man, that is such a 90s thriller. That's like, oh my god, Bruce Willis must have read that script and been like, holy shit, I'm in my version of Basic Instinct. Eat shit,
1: Michael <laughs> Douglas. <laughs> I just got hip to another... 80s like supposed classic that's really it's not hard to get a hold of but you know i i you can't stream it anywhere that i can find and it's called to live and die in la and it's amazing i've never seen it and it's by the same guy that did like you know cruising and a bunch of these kind of like controversial type movies and apparently apparently they did all kinds of guerrilla bullshit to get that movie made and filmed without permits and really drove on the like highways and shit and all this stuff, and they did a bunch of dangerous stuff. That's pretty great. It,
0: yeah, it's William Freakin. He I've reviewed one of his movies, uh Sorcerer, which is not about magic and it's amazing. And yes, he it's got I fucking love this movie. It's got fucking Willem Dafoe in it. I and mean, John Tutouro, this, this okay. movie's and Dean Stockwell,
1: dude. I just Googled okay. it. But uh he also did The Exorcist. Right, yes. It's like I said, it's a bunch of, like, all his movies are real controversial, and he did other stuff, too. That, Dude, he did this that, movie where fucking Matthew McConaughey does stuff with KFC that I have never want to see again. Oh, that was him, huh? I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, so. that was him. Oh, the, the French Connection. He, that's kind of the most that's famous it. movie. That's the one, so... Uh, which is like the definitive car chase movie, supposedly. But you've recently been doing the Fast and the Furious movies. And I have, I watched the first one when I was young, when it came out. I was not impressed, although I did go, oh. hey, th- those cars are cool. But I didn't like go buy one like a lot of people did. Um, and then uh, the last one I watched was Hobbs and Shaw, which me and John reviewed on the on the Road Home from Wrestling podcast. Those are fun movie reviews. Check those out. But uh, I, did you it was, like that? it was, it wasn't ridiculous enough for me. It was like it was like they were right on the fence to go overboard, and they just kind of put one leg over, and just like the rest of the movie was in yeah. the middle. I didn't like it.
0: The reason being is like Hobbs and Shaw is like one of the only ones that's PG. Oh, no shit. Or a, a lower rating than the rest of them. I don't know how they rate things over there. I think it's right M here, but, but yeah, they toned down the friggin' the blood and all that other kind of shit, and... Uh, yeah. Hang on and see I just see Hey hey charity. Yeah. Um there's like Oh no. I we drank it all. Never mind. <laughs> That's okay. Can
1: water?
0: Yeah, can I have some glass of water please? <laughs> this um, is great. um there's not a wine
1: glass?
0: No, I've only got one oh there's the water glass, right. That was yeah. the first one to be empty.
1: Yeah. Right. Thank you. Okay. I I imagine that you are helpless without her. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine you laying on your back in the morning and being like, I don't know what to do. And Charity says, now get out of the bed. Come on, let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's, she's awesome. She's very nice. Um, yeah. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm recording. So I know I could have just said to you, hey, let's pause this. I mean, I pretty, no, much, that, that I was pretty much stopped out Mojo anyway when I said,
1: excuse me a moment. Uh, Charity, <laughs> can I have a drink? We're, yeah, like we're in the same room or whatever. Um, but, well, we got an email from Charity, too. So I'm going to yes. read this email, okay? It's yeah. entitled, the title is, would Tana and Watto get high? <laughs> it says, hi, Grumpy and that Mr. Guy. So, Master Watto. Is always listening in on your show. Here, I fucked this up. All right. So, Master Watto is always listening in on your show. I know that. We all know that. It's obvious. Uh, One question Does Outback Tana listen in all the time? Ah, I fucked that up too. (laughs) One question Does Outback Tana listen in all the time as well? Or do you have to call him whenever he joins you? That's one. Man, there's a lot of questions here. Another question. Will either of them appear on the show for uh, 420 being such a special occasion? Would they be high? <laughs> <Or> maybe. <laughs> would you have other guests planned? <clears throat> Sincerely, Mrs. Grumpy. Man, there's a lot to this. Um, Luke, I mean, you well, are the I know, one.
0: That- I know that uh, this is me. This is me, Stone McCabe, and <laughs> 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 no wife's in the room, and now it's going to walk the wind. It's like, hey. <laughs> Breaking some kind of walls and stuff here. We're reading your email. I can't answer the email while you're looking at me. That's just weird.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. That was <laughs> um, Well, I mean, one what question. He was is- going to say. He was going to say something about liking burgers and stuff. And <laughs> he does like burgers, I hear. <laughs> I think that gimmick's really funny. I think that one's funny. I like Master Watto. Master Watto is just me doing my redneck voice, obviously. And I'm pretty good at that character, I think. So I think it's fun um, just to say crazy shit. And I love doing those characters, man. I think that's really fun. Um, You know, but we don't know. I mean, you're the one who is, you know, friends with Outback Tanahashi. Uh, Does he listen all the time or do we have to call him? I I don't know. Dude. McCabe will listen in,
0: and you know, whilst he's making his fucking he- m- mayonnaise-heavy burgers, right? Platos <laughs> <laughs> listening in, but it's Tenaha. <coughs> he's busy. Yeah, he Excuse is. Got to <laughs> ring him.
1: Yeah, you got to text him in advance, let him know, message him on, you know, and DM him on Twitter, which I know you're not good at. And then you let him know what time and then you call him, So
0: Yeah, I see DMs on Anthony and I'm like, uh, I think
1: that's an Andy question. <laughs> that's a that's a real life, I guess. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Oh, let's see here. OK, so the other one was, um, will either of them appear on the show. Um, are they high? That's pretty much what she's saying here. Um, I mean, Well, if it was one of you, you are me doing the voices, then yeah, yeah. The question is yes, they would be high. <laughs> Whether they're going to appear, I don't know. I don't know what Master Watto, you know, uh, sounds like, uh, like this. So maybe I'll bust him out a little later or something like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: My watch is really disappointed right now. <laughs> well, we I don't think <laughs> this is this. Yeah, I'll, I'll, just when you least expect it, he'll he'll jump out, you know, so. Uh, <laughs> well, I I really enjoy doing the comedy stuff, so I appreciate you letting, you know, and having I mean, we both have ideas for this shit and it's fun. And I really enjoy that because that's like, I don't know, that's kind of the whole podcast that was a big, big focus was being funny and stuff. And like, you know, if anybody knows me, they know I just I like to make people laugh. So I enjoy that part. Thank you.
0: I figure like, if I'm going to be, like, really overboard and how annoyed and angry something made me, I better be, like, willing to be really stupid and dumb. <laughs> Like, I I know we're going to record the proper show, which will be released before this show. Now, my brain hurts. But I was saying some, some weird shit, like, no, I didn't think it was weird. I was saying some shit on Twitter, like, this match order is weird. Why can't they mix these up a little bit? And then I realize, then it turns out Mr. Charlton says, hey, it's the first time Dick Togo and Gato have tagged in 11 years. Right. They used to be the Far East connection. So this is kind of special. I'm just like, yeah, just pretend I didn't say that. I could delete
1: this, but no, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Deleting tweets is is gaslighting, I guess. So we can't do that, so. That's like saying, you know, oh, you said that and you're like, no, I didn't, you know. So <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, I enjoy that comedy stuff and yeah, I sure. really that we'll talk about that match obviously that match was fucking tremendous. But um, you know, I I don't know. All right. Well, we uh something I wanted to ask you about because I know you love this thing, but you and then I kind of have a goofy story about it, but what what's the deal with you and chess?
0: All right. So <clears throat> Excuse me, just having some of that refreshing, sadly non-alcoholic water.
1: <laughs> alcoholic <laughs> uh, water—that's the new thing, man. Yeah, make it a double. It yeah. is those cans, those like those fruity like beer can thing, White Claw and all that. It's fucking alcoholic water. That's what it is. No, we don't have. Uh, we no, we don't have alcoholic water here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyway, what were we talking about? Um
1: I asked you about chess.
0: Oh yeah. All right. So I played chess as a as a kid. I was no prodigy or anything, but my, I think my dad stopped playing after a while when I got mad that I don't know I got mad at him I think because he was letting me win. I, I I hate that. I always been able to pick up on that. I hate that. Anyway, then he was smashing me and then maybe I, I won a couple. Anyway, we just stopped playing. And I didn't really play chess at all until like Party I went to in in Adelaide, it's the next state over, with um, a whole bunch of charities friends and stuff. And this holiday house we're at, there was like a fucking chess board there. So I played drunk chess. And then for That's some funny. reason, on the drive home, I was like listening to stuff on like Bobby Fischer and other chess players and shit. And ever since I got home, I've been, uh, yeah, I just I play chess all the time. I'm over on the on the if if anyone listening. <laughs> also likes chess i'm on lee chess and i am grumpy too on the lee chess okay playing a game i am really not that good because yeah, um, yeah. with my like with my attention issues right i'll look at a video that's like all right here's how you play chess and do it good and now and then <laughs> then i'll go onto this chess thing that's supposed to like teach you patterns and all that I'm like this is boring while I'm learning all this shit, I could actually be playing the fucking game. So I turn those off and I just play the game. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of average. <laughs> Extraordinarily average. But when New Japan, another thing that worked was like, remember when New Japan was gone for like 100 days? Yeah. And then we all realized what kind of heroin junkies were for for New Japan because we were like <laughs> suffering massive withdrawals and shit. <clears throat> well, around the same time, it was a chess boom online and all the like top players and shit were just playing online chess tournaments oh, together. Nice. And uh, it wasn't on at the same time. New Japan would be, be on a little later, but you know, I'm doing this. Uh, well, pretty late. So I'm a night owl and, uh, <laughs> and I just got, get stuck just watching these tournaments. And the, the problem with the, the with watching high level chess players play is I don't understand what the fuck is going on. I just don't. <laughs> Now I've watched things on YouTube and stuff where they break down like old games from like over a century and shit from like eighteen hundreds. I'm like, I could kind of understand that. Yeah, that's pretty clever. Then you get to like the modern day stuff, I'm like, I don't understand any of this. This this is this, this shit's like way above my brain brain level. So but yeah, I I like chess. It's good. It is it
1: exercises yeah, your good. brain a bit. Yeah, I need to do that more for sure. They, um, It's fun because, like you said, there's all these strategies and stuff, and some of them are uh, pretty clever in a way that can catch someone by surprise. So I have – I played chess when I was a kid, and you're
0: I was – old- You're that little douche that goes to the scholar's mate every time, aren't you?
1: Well, probably. So we're about to talk about this. I <laughs> – <laughs> so we call it something different here, but – um. When I was a kid, I read a book about chess because I was I was playing it. My dad would whoop my ass, and I'm like, "Damn, man, I want to get better at chess." And back then, there was no one you couldn't play against anybody unless you were near. You know, you had games and stuff. My sister didn't want to play. Every once in a while, I get my friends to play, so I had to read about it. So I read this book, and it told me about this thing. You know, all these different you know kind of setups and way to start your offense and defense. And there's this thing called fool's mate. That's what that's what we call it here. And basically yeah. it's you can beat someone in like four moves. And but they have to be stupid and fall for <laughs> It's yeah. Like that. And um, I was in a chess tournament at school, and like I was average. Like I said, I beat like I got like to the semifinals, and um I I just busted that out. And it was on a friend of mine, and he fell for it and lost in four moves, and man he threw a fit like i was happy because but here's the thing i was average at everything this is before i found music or anything i had zero confidence so this was a big deal for me winning this game and i did it fairly he i wasn't trying to cheat him i just i kind of like setting my offense up with that just the beginning of those two those first two moves and fucking um he threw a fit he cried this is like in sixth grade and he embarrassed himself in front of everyone and it was like Holy shit! And the I didn't best feel moment bad. of your life. <laughs> I didn't feel bad at all, man. I was like, yes. And so we like our friendship suffered. Let's <laughs> just say because I beat him at chess.
0: Jesus Christ! It wasn't Monopoly, but, <laughs> you, That's what I like about chess, though. The chess is like the only one of the only games there is. I mean, I guess people could figure other examples, but there's no, there's no luck involved. I mean. I mean, I guess if uh, you try a gambit or something and the other person falls for it, there's that. But it's just your brain against someone else's brain, which is pretty cool. I like it. Uh, but uh, because I'm such a shit player and I'm pretty low level, um, I'm not low level enough to be like, come on, man. Because I'm a low level, if I'm playing someone, more often than not, I'll get some smart ass trying the fucking... Full scholar's mate on me, and I'm just like,
1: come on, get out of here! It, and- it gets, oh, well, it gets your, it gets your queen free immediately, and it also gets a horse in, in, uh, you know, in the action, and gets yourself, your rook can get free that way too. It's not a bad way to start things out. But I mean, usually people move their horse and they fucking figure it out. Or no, you get the bishop and the queen out by that Call them horses. I call them horses as well. <laughs> They're knights. Yeah, the knights, yeah, you know. I know what a rook is, I know queen, I know bishop, and knight, and I know pawn, because I am a fucking pawn, and just, I'm a pawn in the game of life, just like Mongo, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, and then when New Japan started back up, I, I didn't, like, it's not, I didn't stop following chess, I just stopped, like, watching all the tournaments and stuff. I was just like, what are the standings from last night? Is there a highlight thing? Like this is as close to like the closest I get to following any kind of sports, uh, scripted choreographed sports, or nerds playing over a board game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I like sports. We American football's like. It's got a lot of problems. Right. But, man, it's so exciting when it's like the whole thing's set up to be dramatic at the end. You know, like if, if you get two good teams going, it can be extremely dramatic and it's it's a great game and it's very similar to chess. Very similar. So you can watch it on this like surface level of like, oh, these are strong guys. This guy's stronger or faster. But. Like, strategy and executing strategy properly wins against any talent, always, you know? And so it's, like, it's pretty cool when really smart coaches duel each other. That's
0: bullshit. I don't know anything about that sport except that one guy wins
1: every fucking year. Yeah, Tom Brady. It's because of strategy and executing it properly. That's what it's, you know, like... It, it it's basically chess. That's what it is, and you know each player has their own kind of you know attributes and things they can do. And that's you know why what, like
0: impressed me though, dude. Like get Tom Brady on the fucking shittest team there is, like the fucking shittest team. If he wins the grand final from there, that that would be fucking awesome.
1: Well, he kind of that kind of happened last year. He oh, left. Really original team which was the best team ever and went to a different team that wasn't the shittest team but was not was like right in the middle lower middle of the pack and they won the super bowl so he's uh he's real good at executing the deals and and you know that gronk guy that shows up on wrestling all the time and tries to the one that the security guard lady like attacked that one time (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) he tried to jump the barricade as part of a The story and the security guard didn't know. They didn't smarten her up, and she went like, "No, you can't do that."
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. Yeah, that that was funny. Well, that he's good too, because he felt like a bit of a dummy on that, but he's like
1: football smart. He was the best. Well, it's not about him knowing what to do necessarily. It's about people telling you what to do, you know. And so, like he, like working within the Bill Belichick's, you know, offense, which is like this. You know, the way that Tom Brady won all those Super Bowls is that he was like a queen on the chessboard. He can do every position. So because of that, like he he's like such a valuable player. And at one time that team had two of those dudes. And so they had him and this guy named Aaron Hernandez, who got like fucking convicted of a bunch of murders and killed himself. So good times. Oh,
0: well, let's I was Sorry. about to say. I was about to say. So what? That that team had like an Austin and a Rock at the same time.
1: Pretty much. Yes, you got it. Yeah, exactly. Um, because man, those guys could do it all too. Like CM Punk, you know, he could do it all. There's a there's a lot of guys like that in wrestling, and you know, but uh, that's
0: bullshit, dude. CM Punk cannot MMA fight.
1: No. Oh, that was hilarious. I watched that, and man, he got embarrassed. And like, I think if he hadn't. Talk so much shit, he got <laughs> what's so bad. At least I think we got a little more respect. But he's a little, he's a little bit too good at the shit talking, isn't he? Yeah, I. <clears throat> that's all I can do is talk, so I I kind of understand. But you know, um, well, it, we have another email, right? Yeah, I'm gonna read this one. Yeah, you are. <clears throat> all
0: right. I didn't. All right. So this is from Michelle S. This is my sister. All right. Yeah, you damn right I said to my wife and my sister, oi, uh, send us some pity emails. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> hey, guys, in honor of the 420 episode, which NJ, New, Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling, she's, she wrote NJPW Wrestlers, so that's like saying ATM machine. It's like automatic telemachine machine. Um, <clears throat> so which New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestlers, Oh, no, that works. Never mind, Michelle. Shut the fuck up. Would you most like to smoke with? And who do you think would be the most? I'm fucking this up like you did. In honor of the 420 episode, which JPW wrestlers would you most like to smoke with? And who do you think would be the most likely to enjoy 420 if they did slash could? Well, to answer the second question first, it's fucking pimp juice. Yeah. And I'm not even convinced he does not (laughs) smoke. Man, that dude's just coasting big time. Like and it's not like they don't give him shots because he had that fucking feud with Okada last year. And you can't tell me like that's not giving some guy a chance, because that's Okada. And (laughs) he he was stank nuggets. (laughs) Best match best match Yujiro had last year was a joke comedy match he had with
1: Jay White in the G one. That's right. <laughs> hey, Jay Wayne makes everybody look great, but uh, well, um, there's a story about this actually, and and I'm not trying to be negative, but this is very interesting. So um, there used to be this wrestler uh, in WWE named Evan Bourne, and Evan Bourne quit or got fired, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna go to Japan and wrestle, right? And in Japan, his name was Matt Seidel. That's he's now oh, yeah. in AEW, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew, right? And so he he goes to Japan and I guess it's not funny, but man, it would, it's just, I don't know how else to describe it, but he had a vape container, you know, or like the vape juice or whatever for, for weed. And he got caught with it in Japan and spent like six months in a fucking Japanese jail and like eventually got extradited and he ain't allowed, allowed back in Japan. So, so they take that shit real seriously, especially if you're a foreigner, you're like, a smuggler basically, you know, and, uh, didn't go well for him. And it sucks because he, I think him and Ricochet were tag champs at one point, And he was pretty good in Japan, man. He's pretty
0: good. But I do remember him making his AEW debut. And like <laughs> I know, I, I know a lot of people said like, dude, the ropes were slippery. The ropes were slippery. I understand that. I, I, and I feel for him, but he did a Titus. And it was fucking hilarious. Mind you, you know there is one wrestler on this earth that that took a look at what Titus did and was just like, "Hold my fucking beer." Can you guess who that wrestler is?
1: Um, Yoshihashi.
0: Yes, (laughs) dude. He legit fucking broke his nose and shit because he's fucking face planted into the. You know how the young lions will put the steel steps there for the wrestlers to to you know climb the steps and all that kind of shit. Man, he fucking face-planted in that. And I see a whole bunch of tweets going, oh, dude, I hope that guy's all right. Whereas I just tweeted out something like, holy shit, that's
1: hilarious.
0: <laughs> I like, I like Yoshi. I could have
1: of course it's him, though. You know, he's the one who's going to bust himself open just trying to walk to the ring.
0: And it was such a big moment, too, because he was supposed to come out and save the day and stuff. And he,
1: he was out for over a month. Yes. Yeah, he knocked himself out. Oh, <laughs> he is... A joke man, it is. It's it sucks, and I, you know, I'm sure he's, maybe he's nice. I don't know, but I mean, he's a joke. It's like, uh, you know, Cesaro is getting a big chance right now, and he, and he's probably gonna fall and, and do something like that too. Remember when they gave him the mic one time, and he just, it was the worst thing ever. He just went out there and forgot everything he was supposed to say. Totally botched it. Went back in and never, talked, never talked again. <laughs>
0: Oh. They reference that on Smart Wrestling Fan all the time. <laughs> Wasn't it like fucking the ropes that?
1: Yes. You know, There's the four ropes. Many- <laughs> I mean, four sides. <laughs> and it was just <laughs> downhill from there. But you know what's funny about that is the the rest of those guys do that shit all the time. But because Cesaro did it, it's like, oh, it's bad for him, you know. And and uh, because I mean, some of those promos are not good. I I watched WrestleMania. Um, well, I watched night one of WrestleMania and then I fell asleep during night two and then immediately canceled my uh, peacock free membership thing. So I didn't have to pay for anything or give any money to those guys. But uh, I liked night one. It was fun. I watched it with some friends. And I think that had a lot more to do with it because we were all vaccinated. So we got to hang out and, you know, it was I don't know, it was a special night. But the wrestling was good, and I'm glad the the like the women's match was fantastic. You know, I would definitely recommend seeing that. It's good. All right. Um. Yeah, I just
0: for some reason like I got a, my one of my best mates. Uh, he was my best man actually. Uh, Tim. He, he he lets me use his WWE password, and I did use it over the weekend, but uh, I didn't watch WrestleMania. I watched the Chris Jericho interview with Stone Cold instead. <laughs> what was that was anger? Yeah, yeah, I liked it, but anyone expecting it to be some kind of big deal was was mistaken. It was like they mentioned AEW and all that kind of stuff, but it was mostly talking about his career because most of his career is like WWE and stuff. And I think I don't, I don't think Jericho has gone out of his way to like. Killed Barry the WWE they made him
1: no the he was yeah you know yeah um, he's I don't think he burns any bridges really so no. yeah. which which by the way um he was a safe, safe
0: choice to do that like if they got like Miro or someone on it they'd be like they fucking
1: shit <laughs> <laughs> it's uh like he was he wrestled with Gato at this promotion called wrestling and romance Years and years and years ago, and that's where they met. It's called War Wrestling, Wrestling and Romance. And Ishi was in that group. Um, uh, Jericho and Gato, and I think Jado was there too. I want to watch some of that shit. I've never watched it, and it's supposed to be like really storyline driven and and whatnot. But I, a bunch of great wrestlers wrestled in it. Okay, so <laughs> my
0: sister's probably listening to this. Maybe, probably not. <laughs> And thinking like, so who do they want to smoke weed with? (laughs) I, you know, um, you you can, uh, I'll make this uh, easier or maybe harder, and I'll be like, all right, um, one dude
1: from each faction, go. Okay, well, uh, I mean, I know it doesn't make sense, but Okada, just because he's like the coolest dude, you know what I mean? And I don't think Ishii would be very fun to to, to talk down with. He just seems like a kind of a drag. Like you're, 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 (laughs) I don't think so. I think he's too distracted. You're dinner. (laughs) He's already inhaled his food, and he's just sitting there. You're enjoying yourself. He's sitting there crossed armed and he's thinking about that match earlier and how he's going to beat up that same guy he just beat up tomorrow. That's, like, all he cares about, you know? So he's not going to be any fun. And, you know, Robbie Eagles would be cool because I can speak his language, but I think it's Okada. Um, Bullet Club. I mean, Jay White because I just want to meet Jay White. I want to talk to Jay White and be like, hey, I am a huge mark for you. You are awesome. See you later. Um, but, uh, let's see, what are the other factions, Luke? Um, um LIJ, like your favorite L-I-J one. um, LIJ, Hiromu, right? I mean, that'd be a night to remember, you know, no matter what, cause that guy probably gets down crazy. Um, how about, uh, Taguchi Japan, Taguchi, obviously. Um, what other ones are there? Oh, Suzuki-gun, um, Taichi, I want to meet Taichi. That's it. All so right. I just told you here's all my, I just told you all my favorite wrestlers. Pretty much. So what about you? Sorry. You missed out, Laundry <clears throat> boys. Oh, um well, Jeff Cobb, we got a history, you know. Yeah. All
0: right. So I'm going I don't know. Fuck. <laughs>
1: it's hard. hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, cuz like we have a lot of the same wrestlers and I'm just like, well, "Fuck you." But with ball Club, just to choose someone different to you, I would go Kenta because I think he'd be fucking hilarious. Just look at all this. Shit. Have you seen? I haven't watched he's it yet, but he's he he's got this thing re the staff gets interviewed or something like that um, <laughs> on the comments. I'll watch it for um the episode that'll come out before this one. <laughs> yeah, just so I can uh. Yeah, have a giggle with you, but I reckon he'd be hilarious because he's he's like after maybe Jay White, he's like the the other guy whose backstage comments I look forward to the most. So yeah, him for Ball Club, uh, Suzuki Goon. Like he, he dude, <laughs> it can't be Suzuki. Like it just can't. And- no.
1: It's and, the same, same reason it can't be easy, you know?
0: Yeah, and I think, like, Zack Sabre Jr. would be t- talking about, like, how fucked up the world is and shit. So, no. It'd have to be someone more chill. I think it'd be Tai Chi. It's totally Tai Chi. has I mean, to be. It has to be. He's, uh, I
1: mean, he he's pretty chill, you know? Just
0: saying. Yeah. Well, LIJ, like, well it's either it's either Naito or Hiromu, and I think Hiromu might be a bit too high energy for me, so uh, I'm going Naito on this one. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, because I'm a shitty dancer, uh, and I m- move my body weird, I am choosing The Greater Khan. Oh, nice. Because uh, I think like it won't matter what songs I put on, like, it, it, it doesn't matter if it's, like, a really good booty shaker or, like, Flight of the Valkyries or some shit. Like, he's just going to move the way he moves, and it, it's, it makes me laugh all the time. I like it. <laughs> now, chaos, chaos is, like, you kind of know that Okada's got, like, a mischievous streak and shit, so that 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 would be fun. He can't choose show. He's, he'd be he's too kind of neverish as well. He can't really choose the fucking never guys <laughs> because what they they don't want to they don't want to chill out. They want to have a few beers and then find that wrestler they're going to wrestle against and try to glass them or something. So uh, yeah, they all want to have a drink. <laughs> but uh, yeah, chaos. Probably a card up. I mean, yeah, I just I just think it'd be hilarious. Like, imagine what he might know about Scooby-Doo.
1: <laughs> I <can't. laughs> that's, that's one of those things. I hate these things on the show that happen for just a short period of time. I mean, I love and hate them. Like, like shit like that. Shit that happens just for just a short period of time. And if you didn't watch it that time, you didn't catch it. And so, like, I try my best not to reference that stuff too much on the show because then I feel like we have to explain it, you know, and go on and on. But f- it's fun explaining those inside jokes from way back and all those kind of, like, that's one great thing about New Japan is all those little tiny things that just happen for a little bit. Yeah. You know, um, this this uh, dookie Jado feud, like, just little things like that that go on. That's my kind of my one of my favorite things about it. I love it.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's uh, – y- Era, everyone knows the era of a Carter and the balloons. Yeah, that's where Scooby Dooby Doo kind of sits <laughs> in there. <laughs> Didn't do it that often, but every time he did, I was like, the fuck? Did he just say Scooby Doo? <laughs> By the way, before I finish off, we missed a faction and I need your answer.
1: Oh, the dads. Oh,
0: yeah, shit. The dads. Oh, oh make them two
1: factions because if we're doing the dads, we're doing the young lions as well. Okay. All right. Well,. You know, Young Lions, I, I think that uh, Gabriel Kidd is kind of like Suzuki and stuff. He seems yeah. way too intense. Um, and it, Suji, dude. Yeah, yeah, Yodosuji's the guy. You're right. He's cool. I think the two yeah, the other guys are too intense and just would only – they just be – I just feel like Gabe Kidd just sits there drinking beer angrily, you yeah. know, and like stares across the room and fucking gives the evil eyes to everybody while he's huffing and puffing and chugging beer. That's what he, I think. He's a fucking soccer
0: hooligan, and we all know it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Good call. Good call. Who have I done? I've done – well, I've done Ball Club. I've done LIJ. The dads. The dads. i fucking Mr. Bread, dude. It's all about Mr. Bread, right? I mean – What are you going to do when you get the Mad Munchies, dude? You're going to (laughs) have some fucking bread. It's going to be awesome.
1: (laughs) You you're hanging out with Tenzon. Tenzon never has his own. Never. You know what I mean? He's a scavenger. <laughs> He's the one you pass the joint to
0: and you have to remind him to keep <laughs> passing it around. <laughs> mean,
1: it's not a microphone. It's not a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> he totally guy. Yeah, you know, uh I, I think Mr. Bread's the answer. I mean, just imagine how cool he is. And he hang out with his little dogs going yip and whatnot. I think that'd
0: be... <laughs> I can imagine this, like, kind of melting into the couch,
1: eating bread and laughing at his <laughs> cute dogs. He's <laughs> like a yip. I got it. Where is it? <laughs> that shit is ridiculous, right? I mean, that's like... It's like a fucking rubber dope. dog shit. I mean, another thing that's, like, made me so – just, like, the things that are making me happy these days as far as stuff I get to do, I don't know how else to explain it. But the, the you know, the stuff we're doing on the show, these little tiny things we keep finding like that, for example, that is just pure joy. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, um, man.
0: And I, I always liked our kind of theory as to why Yoshihashi kept getting kind of buried and buried. And it's because everyone in the <laughs> room is jealous because uh, that, uh, that pole he carries around, that's
1: like, that's the scale of what's in his pants.
0: <laughs> it's just so stupid.
1: <laughs> I love it. It's awesome, though. That shit's funny. I think it's funny. And I like to keep going with it and take it further. And the whole like thing where now people are writing us, telling uh, storylines for the dads and shit. That's pretty fun, man.
0: That's <laughs> yeah. some of my favorite Tweety interactions. Someone... I think it's, it's usually a J, but there's, it's been a couple other people who've prompted as well. And, yeah, and we don't even explain it on the Tweety at all. <laughs> and I reckon anyone following New Japan on the Twitter and they're seeing us go, oh, yeah, Ten- Tenzan would not fucking pay for that because that's like not what he does. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't have Tanahashi anywhere near that fucking, oh, if oh, I've got the plot. I've got the plot. All right. Maybe you've said it before, but I've got the plot. Right. Remember that? All right. We've got this episode where Tanahashi's at the three dads gym. Right. And the fucking, and the fucking dads are just like, Oh, hell no. Hell, <gasps> no. hell no. Can't go, got to go. That he's <laughs> he's got to go. So you know who they used to distract him? You know, oh my- that, com- you know, that commercial that he's in. <laughs> and there's that girl that like walks by and doesn't know he exists. Yeah. Even though she's wearing a Tanahashi t-shirt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's her that's how they get wow. Tanahashi at of dad's gym but she, well here's the only problem with that she's going to walk right past Tanahashi and start talking to the dads she's going to be like she'll be standing right in front of her she'll walk right past him and be like oh my god it's Kojima <laughs> I like bread <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that commercial's amazing <laughs> it's time to change it up though I think it's been it's been a while you know I've uh, I've contemplated many times recording that just to put it in the soundboard, just to have it, just to bust it out every once in (laughs) a (laughs) while. Yeah. Oh man. Like I know
0: it's said by that dude that we don't name, but you know how many times I've the 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 words Hiromu's crazy and he's just gonna make everyone else just as crazy, just like go through my brain. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. That's what they're just looking at their phone and they
0: go, Oh, dude. I could see that guy at least downloading and checking that app out. But the other side of that, com- the, those commercials is fucking Togi Makabe. And I'm just like, he's not fucking playing that. He doesn't give a shit about fucking no, cards and shit. <laughs> well he's on he's not while well, bought in that commercial whilst you see him actually scrolling on his phone you know he's looking up fucking
1: reviews for burger joints he wants to yeah, check absolutely. out shit. <laughs> I, um, I missed the I missed the commercial with Hanma and suji where suji just made that weird face and just stared at him. that was funny shit too, and Taguchi was like the sensei or whatever that shit was awesome yeah, hi. Yeah, I remember that. That always freaked me out because, like, I
0: didn't quite realize then that uh, Honma had was like the Japanese Tom Waits.
1: <laughs> oh my I love how everyone's making fun of him now. That's like that's new, you know. I don't know that I've ever seen that before, where people nah, are, like other wrestlers are just constantly making fun of him. But he's not, you know, he's he's a little more of a joke than what he was, although. Yeah, that great match versus Suzuki. That shit was bomb.
0: He did, because Suzuki worked with him. Yeah, yeah. Accentuate the positives, try to hide the negative. Suzuki's just- I, I, I
1: like that's to refer nice. that. I like to refer to that as ECWing someone. Because that's like what ECW was the best at. They just, you know, had these guys yeah. that couldn't do shit, but for some reason they could do this one thing, so that's what we stick to, you know. Um, but they had lots of great guys too. I'm just saying. They did a good job with that. So. Well, um,
0: everyone loved the Sandman. I like the Sandman too. He ain't that great in the ring. I mean, he's not garbage, but he, he
1: wasn't that great. Is that I just saw... me? <laughs> no, he's terrible. He, he, when he was younger, he could do the Hurricane Rana. You know, it was okay, but that was it. You know, and um, I mean, David Arquette can do a pretty good Hurricane Rana. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> He t- how come no one signed,
0: like, I'm surprised, like, he's a former
1: WCW champion, why isn't someone signing him? Hey, why well, he probably, I don't know that he wants to be signed, maybe, <laughs> like, I think, you should watch that documentary they did, it's, it's a, I mean, it's straight up drama, there's nothing, you know, it, it is real. Oh, of course it is. is. Yeah, it's real footage, but, I mean, they try to make the storyline. There's a really cool scene in that movie where he's wrestling RJ City, and they talk through the match. They call the match backstage, and while they're calling the match, they split-screen it with the stuff happening, and it's fucking cool, man. That was – that's one of the coolest parts. It's very funny, and he gets his fucking ass kicked a lot, and so – I think he's, he's like had a heart attack and all this shit. Anyway, if you want to hear more about it, it's on the road home from wrestling podcast. We covered it. So. Dude, if, if, uh, I was like a
0: world champion and everyone thought that was a giant joke and, uh, you know, I was booked to wrestle against him. I might be like kicking his ass too. I don't know. I, they play that you know, they that, play was, quite a bit. that was crazy when that happened, right? Like, and I'm kind of surprised that the WWE have never done that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, they put they put their tag titles on a literal child, so I mean, they clearly don't give a fuck. I mean, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. That is you know. true. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Luke, we one of the subjects that we talk about all the time is mm-hmm. Star Trek: The Next Generation, mm-hmm. and I love it. Um, When I was a kid, I went to two of the conventions. I had my own uniform. I thought I was Captain Picard, and it's ironic that later in life I went bald. Maybe there's a correlation there. I willed it to happen. No one else uh,
0: was thinking it, dude. No one else was thinking it. It's all good.
1: I met uh, (laughs) the lodge. I I met Troy, and I met uh, Worf, and Worf was cool, and Troy was fine. I have my Worf picture, my signed Worf picture still. And it's it's like you know thanks Andy, you're the best or some shit, you know, and uh, I read it in his voice and it sits on my wall. but have you had any close encounters with any of these star trek uh folks? I have
0: um for, if we're talking next generation, I think it's um Troy and uh, loxada um uh, Major Barrett as well. So I've met those from Next Generation. But the first one I ever met was Chekhov. Nice. So there's those three. Like, I was at a convention where William Shatner was there, and I didn't see meet him or anything like that. Like, that shit was expensive and stuff. That's when, like, conventions became, like, expensive and shit. But I saw him. He was over there. Saw Stan Lee as well. Never met him, but I saw him. I'm like, yep, that's Stan Lee. Yep, there he is over there. I know he's not Star Trek, but yeah. So for next-gen Troy
1: and Troy's mom, yeah. I love the episodes with Troy's mom. Like, I rewatched all of Star Trek. I do it, like, once a year probably, you know, Star Trek, TNG. And I rewatched it recently, and two big takeaways that I – well, three big takeaways – I love the Ferengis. That was D- DS9 more, but I love the Ferengi shit. I love um, Loxana Troy, and I um, I think the first season is fantastic, and I know it's goofy what? as fuck. I, it's goofy as fuck, but that's Star Trek. Star Trek is goofy as fuck, and there's awesome episodes in it, man. I love the first season, so I don't care what anybody says. I, I like it. I like it all, once and all, but...
0: I think seasons one and two have some good like it's the only show I can think of off the top of my head where it took three seasons for it to be consistently awesome. And that, that's like seasons three, four, five, and six, like seven's a bit hit on me. Seven's got that that that, that uh, Beverly Crusher ghost episode. Which is fucking insane. That's like the room of Star Trek, dude. That's the Star Trek's room. It is. That's that bad.
1: That's but awesome. it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so amazing. Like, That's like, how first season is. This is all this stupid shit, and it's just fucking cool. I love it. I don't know why. I just like it.
0: <laughs> I think it's called, I think- like, Gene Roddenberry said, it's the future. Everyone sorted out all their problems, and all the writers in the writers' room are just like, well, well, what the fuck do we do with the characters then?
1: Yeah, apparently there were some problems. Uh, No one liked it in the first season and whatnot as far as that goes. But I really like those episodes. I I watched Voyager again recently, too, and I hadn't watched it since it was on, and I didn't like it when it was on. However, on the second watch then, man, it gets like, I think it's season three or season five, one of those two where there's like a run of like six just fantastic episodes right in a row, and they all involve – The crew, like, they all involve, like, a a fucking crazy cliffhanger cold open where, like, it's like, like, you know, one of the characters is clearly in the same – in a different body or, you know, this – the whole crew's dead. Oh, no. You know, like, it's like that kind of thing, and then they tell the story of what happened. Really cool shit. All
0: right. I know what you mean, but one of my least favorite tropes in movies and TV – and there are exceptions. Like, I've seen it done well. But, all right we're watching something awesome i'm like all right we've hit the ground running cool this is gonna be an action-packed story 24 hours previous i'm like fuck you because <laughs> now everything's oh, just hell, leading up it. to that moment and i'm just like get to that moment hurry up so the actual thing can progress finally i don't no, know no, man
1: wonder you hated tenant. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I liked a show like Twenty Four, dude. Oh. <laughs> dude, that show's fucking insane, and I I love it. I I know I know a lot of people don't share my love for that show, but uh, I'm I was crazy for the uh, Jack Bauer Action Hour.
1: <laughs> He, I used to refer to hanging up on someone that's called giving him a Jack Bauer because he never says goodbye. He hangs up on everybody. You know what I mean? Every single time he just hangs up on, in fact, a similar thing is like in WWE, it used to be, if you, you drop the mic, it like meant something. Now, if you watch a WWE promo and they don't drop the mic and then like violence happens, you're like, well, something's missing there. You know, it's like, it's, they've, they've kind of overdone it, you know,
0: Hey, we actually talked about wrestling. I was worried that like, hey, this is not like our normal wrestling, but we talked a lot of wrestling. It's good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like it. Well, um, I think, uh, I think we need to do this this other email here. We have another email. Fuck, there's another one. That's from me. Oh so, yeah. All right. So there's this character. Oh, and this is actually it leads to a story here. So when um. I've met those two uh, Star Trek people I talked about. I've also uh, met Robert Picardo and John Delancey. And it was at this thing. It was at one of the most weird things I've ever seen. I I just said hi to them. There was no like conversation or anything, but um, they, uh, they were at this thing. It was, it was the local like symphony orchestra was playing the music of Star Trek. And so they brought these two guys in to just like read shit while they're playing. And it was the most pretentious thing of all time, and they had, it was a million degrees outside, and all these motherfuckers were dressed up like Klingons, too, and they actually did some, this was kind of cool, they did this kind of, like, Klingon ceremony to open the whole thing, and that was kind of neat, I, I respect that, but man, Robert Picardo and John Delancey were, were trying to outsmug each other, and it was outrageous, so... fuck, this <laughs> oh, sounds God. amazing, by the
0: way, you you love the Ferengis the Klingons I fucking they're my race dude I love
1: love them too man Kern Kern's one of my favorites Worf's brother yeah Tony Todd dude he's the candy man that's right and and Gowron
0: I love Gowron too man dude I used to own the fucking my dad and I played this all the time we used to have you remember Nightmare the video board game we had a Star Trek really? video board game, and it had um, fucking <clears throat> the fucking game master was Gowron. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. it was fucking awesome. I mean, I, I don't have any more. And obviously, I don't think I could play. I don't have a VCR, but I remember it being a lot of fun. Fuck, I haven't thought of that game in, in
1: years, dude. Shit. I bet you can find it. You should search it on eBay. You'll find that shit. You know? <laughs> hey, sometimes those memories don't cost a lot to relive, and, and I, I'm into that. I like to find stuff like that from my past and buy it if it's cheap, you know. So yeah. uh, those video – so we had this thing when I was a kid. It was like a – it was like before – CD-ROM games were really a thing for computers, and there was, like, this home thing you could buy that played these CD-ROM games, and it only had a few, but there was a Sherlock Holmes one that was really fucking cool, and they had, like, a a sci-fi one. It wasn't Star Trek. It was some, like, sci-fi thing they made up, but it was the same kind of deal, and those were kind of fun, too. I miss those games. I'll have to find those. I remember as a little kid playing Star
0: Trek, the 25th anniversary video game on my computer and being completely confused as to how to fucking complete any of the missions (laughs) because they were so fucking out there and like abstract. I'm like, I'm just a kid wanting to play Star Trek and explore and shit. And, you know, and if you didn't have the manual, you were fucked. Cause I like, you have to go to this planet and you're just like, when you go to the galaxy map you scroll over the planets and stuff and none of them have names so you're just like oh fuck <laughs> you just fucking i'll just click on this one you've crossed the neutral zone Ah, oh, well then there's this one where like a, there's a virus that affects vulcans and romulans and stuff and if you don't solve the disease quick enough spock just dies and
1: it's over <laughs> Could come back to life, it's fine. It, it <laughs> happened before. He the all of the Star Trek games suck, right? I mean, they like, like, all totally yeah. suck. I don't think i ever, I think I gave up on them years ago, you know? Yeah, they do
0: suck. And every time they try to do a Star Trek game, it's fucking flight simulator, players, the ships, and battle. And I'm <laughs> like, that's not fucking Star Trek. I mean, sure, <laughs> I like it, but I like a space battle, but you know, I actually would like to, you know, explore strange new worlds seek out
1: new life and you know yeah it's not, about, oh, come on. it's not about shooting shit you know star trek you know battles are few and far between in star trek and uh they they spend most of their time trying to avoid battles you know so a video game they're always like all right let's let's fucking have them shoot shit and it's like no that's not that's it. why you can't do video games for star
0: trek and doctor who dude yeah. because doctor it's who's funny. doesn't like carrying weapons and stuff and you're just like well that's a fucking boring <laughs> game then isn't it if, yeah, you got phases in Star Trek and shit, but guess what? You've got to set it on stun. You're just like, I want to fucking vaporize motherfuckers. Like, can we play a game as the Klingons, please? Like, now we can land on planets and shoot people. Like, there we go. That's it. Or we can play as the Borg and assimilate stuff. Wow, that would be cool, too. But you'd be playing as the Federation. You've got to go there and, and immediately land and make peace with everything.
1: <laughs> I, I know you don't like it. But that's one of my things about my favorite things about Red Dead Redemption, too, is that you can just do whatever you want. And I usually get to a certain point in the game and I just kind of that's I'm going to be at that point for, you know, two months before I move on. And I've just gotten to that point again recently in the epilogue and everything's opened up. And um, I spent uh, last night I was watching on TV. I had some shit going on on the TV and then I was uh Hitting people with um, dynamite arrows in that game, which is really fun because they blow the fuck up. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. I, I know you didn't like all the cutscenes, but once you get to a certain point, you can just do whatever. It's a good game, I promise.
0: I am. Um, I've been getting like a. Uh, this is weird. Like I've been playing Fallout New Vegas. I've played it many times. It's one of my favorites, and I finished it again. But as I was playing it this time around, I I just did more exploring and stuff. And I'm like, this is a good Fallout game if you want like a really heavy RPG kind of stuff. And I'm enjoying it. And it helped that I'd played it a few times before so I could just tune out some parts. But I was like, I would just like to wander around and explore. So I put fucking Fallout 3 in. And it's a game I'd kind of dismiss because it's not as good as New Vegas. This is not as good. It's not as good. But if you just want to not have to concentrate on a story and just wander around the wasteland and stuff, it's actually, that actually, in that aspect, it does it better than New Vegas. And I've just been, because the, the main, the, the joke is about Fallout 3, and I guess you may about 4. Um, all the best stuff is outside of the main story. So uh, just go explore. Don't worry about finding your dad, or finding <laughs> out what happened to your son. And just go have a good time. It's all good. That's what I don't get. Like, right? here's what I don't understand, Miss Andy. All right, I've got to go find my dad or my son. But you expect me to explore this vast wasteland. Why would I go to the top corner when none of the... Like, I've got to find my dad. Like, that's the urgency of that. And then in Fallout 4, it's like, I've got to find my son. My son was kidnapped. Oh, no, I'm going to build a house. You get the fuck... What? It's, oh, kind, of, it, it's kind of weird, but, Yeah. <laughs>
1: I got you. Now I did play. We've talked about this before, but I did. I did play Fallout Four a lot, and I still have that game. I really, really liked it because it's like Skyrim, but different. And Skyrim's my all-time favorite game. You know, so like that's you know I. Before that, it was probably this game called Wizardry for Nintendo Entertainment System. That was like one of my favorite games ever before that. But I usually find a game and get stuck on it for like a decade. You know, and Red Dead 1 was that way, Skyrim's that way, Fallout 4 is one I replay, and uh, Red Dead 2 is the same way. Now, I got Ghost of Tsushima, and it's amazing, but I got to a point in it towards the end, even on the easiest setting, I can't beat it. And I'm really, I got so frustrated I quit playing it, and I haven't got back to it, but that game is fucking amazing. It's very repetitive, but in that cool kind of open world way where, you know, they mix it up enough and it's not so bad, to, you know, as far as that goes. So that game's amazing, but I love Fallout 4. I think this, the story's cool. I love all the different factions. I love, you know, uh, one thing I don't love, though, is when you're right in the middle, you've done all this work for, for one of the factions and you actually shoot one of them in the face or they're near something that you fire and blow up, all of a sudden they want to kill you. <laughs> so yeah. That sucks. I, That's a part every game. Of the
0: part of me has this theory that it, everyone who loves Fallout
1: 4 didn't play 3 or New Vegas. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, and you're right. I didn't play either one of those. Yeah. So. I, keep, um, I keep
0: telling you, but um, it's going to be weird too because like, I think I might be the only person on the planet Earth that's into video games that hasn't played a second of Skyrim. I just never played it. It's on Game Pass, so I could probably just download it.
1: I mean, if, you know, if you like a just open world fucking dragons and shit like that, I mean, that's what it is. And and I'm when I was a kid, I had this neighbor, man, and this neighbor was really like he introduced me to fantasy novels and stuff like that. Now, I knew about Lord of the Rings, but that was like my my dad presented that to me like it was some kind of religious text. Like it was like, you know, God this this author is, you know, ordained by God, like for real, I grew up in a weird situation, but um, he thought this was like a God-approved thing. So to me, I, I love Lord of the Rings, but I didn't like it as much as when my friend, like, front that was a neighbor, like, fucking loaned me books, like, you know, Dragonlance and, and Guardians of the Flame and all this shit, and then I was into it then the Renaissance festival started near us. And I was going to that. And there's this thing called the SCA society for creative anachronism. And they dress up like the medieval time and hit each other with shit. And it's fucking awesome. I went to that a few times as a kid. And, uh, this is right around the same time I'm dressing up like captain Picard too, by the way, <laughs> so, uh, I was trying to escape something. You know? so. <laughs> um, I I really loved all that shit. So I was always looking for a game. I played Dungeons and Dragons. I was always looking for a game that's like Dungeons and Dragons. Skyrim's as close as you can get that isn't like a text-based game. So that's it. That's my big long explanation why I love it.
0: I should give it a shot. Like it's weird. Like I play New Vegas and I'm just like, why can't all the others be like this? But then I'm Mao <clears throat> is into a full three playthrough and it's definitely not as urgent or as serious or as deep as New Vegas' story, a story. But it's just... Man, I just want to... Sometimes I just want to... Like, all right. So I played New Vegas with Charity once. Charity, just the Xbox, too many buttons, all that kind of stuff. She so didn't grow up playing games. Nintendo Switch kind of stuff is a lot more... It's better for newer players. Anyway... So I said to him, like, all right, what we do is I'll control the controller and you just, when I mean, we've got to make a decision and talk to people, like you tell me what, what we're saying. That's fine. And <clears throat> the only problem was, like, sometimes I just wanted to get off the beaten track and shoot stuff. And Charity's like, Luke, this is boring. Go talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I found myself, even when I'm playing New Vegas myself, sometimes I'm just like, there's not enough things to shoot. Uh, I need three or four, yeah. I I need to put one of them on and still have that same vibe of Fallout, but just more things to go pow, pow.
1: Sometimes I like to just... YouTube old video games I remember when I was a kid. Because, I mean, there's so many of them. And we had a Mac, like the Power Mac, 4400 or something when I was a kid. And you could play a few games on it. You always had to wait because they came out for Windows year the year before. But we had this game. There was two of them that were really cool. One was called The Seventh Guest. And it was like a haunted house type of thing, first-person point-and-click adventure. Fucking sweet. And then Mist came out. And I don't know if you played Mist, but that was – like the most immersive video game I had ever played at the time. And I couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> so, it's like a, like the, you know, in Zoolander when they're like, it's in the computer and they just turn it. <laughs> That's what this game did to me. I was like, how does this, how, you know, it confounded me. And, uh, I love that shit. And then that, the second one came out that shit was amazing. What was like some really early video games you remember playing? um, so we had an Atari. I remember that in the eighties. Yeah, I had that too. Yeah.
0: i I still remember the, the see if you remember what this game is. It's fucking Alex, the kid in miracle world, which is like the built-in game. I like the Sega master system too. Okay. I didn't play many computer games. So I was a little older, but like, and I've gone back and played some as I'm older as well, because I, I didn't I really have a, a computer that was good enough to play games or many modern games, so I was just like a, a, a console kid. But, um, <clears throat> man, I like, fuck, you got could, could, well, I me on spot Goldeneye, dude. I was just like the bomb at that on the N64. I <laughs> For some reason, I... I don't master that many video games. I finish most games that I start. Like, if I don't finish you, then, you know, it's not me, it's you. It's just like something about your game didn't make me want to finish you. So, you, you know, I finish most of the games that I, I play and, but I master very few of them. Like there's very few that I feel like, like I'm fucking just like the tits on this. Gold and I was one of them. And to the fucking multiplayer. And, just to the point where I knew the, I just knew all the maps, all the hiding spots, everything, and I could, I didn't even need to use the uh, little map in the corner. I could just look at the other person's screen and know instantly where they were. I'd turn up behind them and just fucking golden gun them in the back or something. <laughs> oh man, that that and maybe Mario Kart on that shit. I didn't get really into story-driven games until I think I got older. So uh, it's more. Story driven stuff because now now I just don't I don't care about mastering games I I just dumb that shit down to easy because I just I want to chill out not throw my controller across the fucking room and I don't care what anyone says I play a lot of video games and yeah I play most of them on easy because yeah that's it that's if if a game does not have anything where I can like change the difficulty I'm like nah I'm sure you're good, but I'll leave that to the experts, I think. Man, what was I trying to say? Some of my favorite games. I mean, there's three heaps. I never play horror games, though. I can't do horror games. I just can't do them. I love horror movies and horror TV shows. I can do them, but if I'm immersed in it, like that's different. I can't do horror games at all. In fact, if I'm playing Fallout, even I put the radio station on, and uh, I, I always go get a couple companions to come with me. So I'm a, big, <laughs> I'm a big fucking worst man. Anything that might be a bit more of a creepy vibe to it, I'm like, no. Nah.
1: Well, maybe you won't like Skyrim because there's a lot of it's a lot of dungeon crawling, and you know you're running around, and all of a sudden the, the bad guys are right there. You know? <laughs> that shit's awesome. I love it. What's uh? My ultimate like like entertainment system, my favorite one of all time, is absolutely the Nintendo. I love the original Nintendo. I played the shit out of Zelda and all that stuff. Did you ever play any of those games?
0: Um, I did. Like my cousins had Nintendo and I had um, Sega, but I I played them over my cousins. Now I've liked Zelda games before. Uh, I've liked quite a few Zelda games, but. I could never get into the original, because I'm playing it, and I'm like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Where do you go? What are you doing? I, You
1: just have to figure it out.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And that frustrated me. I'm just like, what is the the object of this game? I just couldn't figure it out. But like the one on the Super Nintendo, what's that one called? Link to the Past?
1: uh, Yeah, that one's
0: dope, right? I know that one still has that element of, like, just figure it out, but that had enough for me to kind of go on and explore and shit. That game is the fucking bomb. And I'm also a weirdo because I did not like Breath of the Wild. But, uh, yeah, I mean, because was- I found the game was just a little too hard and frustrating for me, and I don't know. You couldn't change the difficulty, so you know what I'm like, man. I, I, and it didn't really have much of a story either, so... It's, yeah, it just, yeah, wasn't for me, but that's all right. You know, it happens. But <clears throat> my favorite, I don't know. I think when I started to really get into games and the stories of the games and stuff, maybe the 360 is what more am mine I know it's more recent, but like Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, those Fallout games, man, I spent hours playing that, that shit. And that's the first time I started playing games online as well. So, yeah.
1: I never played Mass Effect. Everyone says those are great. I did play. The remaster yeah, was, is
0: coming out, dude. There's a remaster
1: that, of all three games coming out this year, so uh, maybe yeah. I'll check. No, I'm, you know, I'm still working on Red Dead. My like eighth playthrough of Red Dead, so I got to get that done first. So you know, it's really important. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you find that your playthroughs take so long
0: because you don't want to get to that island that they go to? On Red Dead. Yeah, what's that island they go to? Like, the other country and shit?
1: Yeah, I don't care. I don't mind, you know? I I, I usually stop after that. I usually pause my, my, like, progress in the game as far as, like, the main story, and then I just run around and do all the other shit, and it's a lot of fun. I love... Um... I mean, the game has so much detail. It's insane. There's like mysteries that people still don't understand what it is, and they're figuring shit out still to this day. And it's fun. I don't know. I really enjoy that part of it. Um, but what was your question? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I can't remember.
0: <laughs> well, um, we you know, we never actually got to your email at all, by the way.
1: Not yet. Yeah, we got it. It's right here. I'm ready. So, we got this email from me, and it's, uh, it is a scene from a, you know, we love to do the dramatic reading bullshit, you know, it's funny, and uh, this is a scene from TNG episode Cupid, and uh, Luke, can you explain the relationship between Q and Captain Picard? Dude, this is like the
0: weirdest podcast ever, but it's fun, though, I'm having a fucking blast, but... Well like Q's this omnipotent being that he's like smug as shit and he's always like pushing Captain Picard's buttons and stuff. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> he's he's it's John Delancey too. Um yeah. and yeah, he's he's smug as hell and Picard hates him. And but Picard is has this weird relationship with like things that make him uncomfortable. Like affection, you know? And so yeah, Q Presses him on that all the time and shit, and so like Picard had been finally had a girlfriend, right? And she's like this hot like uh Archaeologist, like, yeah, which, I remember that like, one. She's a thief, right? Her name's Vosh, and so Q shows up to like needle, um, Q, uh, Picard about it. So do you now? I we're gonna have a guest come in, um, and read uh-huh. one of these parts, but um i don't know maybe which which part do you think master Wato should read that's what i'm asking well <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man okay it comes I back said, to and wrestling
1: I, and, and i said i sent you, I sent you right. that has all the scripts too so this is this is fun you know
0: all right okay so uh Well, he'd have to be cute because, like, don't all young people feel like they, like, kind of know everything? I know he's on his way to the Grandmaster, but come on, look at him. He thinks he's there already. He wanted to be called the Grandmaster, and they're like, nah, nah, you're on your way. And they're like, and he's like, okay, then I'm on my way. So, but, like, yeah, but, uh, yeah, Tanahashi would be,
1: like, Picard for sure it's okay. just uh, that all right yeah i have to remember it's you know it's hard to remember in the state i'm in what what master wato sounds like he kind of sounds like this you know he's a he's a southern he's from southern japan you see you know it's the part, it's that part on the bottom that's the part that he's from but uh, okay so this from tng and them uh
0: hey, Q- you're let to get into character but Hang on. But, but I'm not, mate. What the fuck, mate? Yeah. Girl? All right. Yeah, I can do this. That's wrong.
1: Let's roll. All right. Let me set the scene for you a little bit. He's got the guy, the Cupid. He's, again, as uh, Mr. Luke said earlier, he is an omnipotent being. And that means he knows like all kinds of things that you and I don't know nothing about, like math and you know, all that stuff. But uh, he is an a, a antagonist relationship with Captain Picard. And, uh, <laughs> and so Q has come into Captain Picard's room and kind of caught him off guard. So here we go. It's I'm playing the part of Q and my buddy, the backwoods uh, out there in the back, outback, Hashi. How you doing, Tommy? You doing good? Fucking good, man. Let's do it. All right. That's what I like to hear. Damn, he's crazy. All right, so uh, (laughs) what? Well, don't just stand there. Say something.
0: Picard advances into
1: the room. Yeah, my chair. I was hoping for something a little more along the lines of, like, I don't know, like, like, welcome back, Q. It's a pleasure to see you again, old friend. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, nah, we're, we're not friends.
1: You wound me, man Capitan. He snaps his fingers, and now it's Picard who sits in the chair, and Q stands before him. There, there, well, I can't read. There, perhaps, now, your manners <laughs> will show you some improvement. Oh, there we go. so like, your manners will be better now, because I did the thing with the finger. <laughs> we fucked
0: up. Uh, what brings you here, Q? Have you been banished from the continuum
1: once again? <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> they it hard. Uh, they still apologizing to me for the last time they fucked me up. Then what do you want, mate? Well, must I have a reason to stop by? I mean, I was in the sector. All right, all right, all right. You force a confession from me. The truth is, I have a debt to settle. With you, debt, debt, mate, to you, Picard, and and it like gnaws at me, it interferes with my day. Oh no, dude, what are you on about? Well, without your assistance at your last encounter, I would have never lived. I'd been dead. We don't want no dead queue. I would have taken my own life, but for you, Jean Luke.
0: Oh, it's me. Uh, we, 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 we all make mistakes.
1: Your good deed made possible. My reinstatement into the continuum. And I resent owing you anything. So I'm here to pay up. What shall it be? Tell me and I'll be gone holy just fuck off mate that'll do nicely Uh, no it must be something uh, like constructive something like that's my new word for the day constructive
0: some other time right mate right now I've got several things to attend to let's see (laughs) (laughs) fucking (laughs) hell we're, we're what I would call dags which is a very Aussie term for lame.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Well, that was fun, you know. Uh, thank you, Master Water. You're welcome. He got real serious there. You know, he's he's really taking that. You know, it almost sounded like he was proud of himself for, like, being able to read, you know. It's good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think we both have reading problems. I'm glad we don't have to...
1: I'm glad we do the show sober, because if we didn't... Oh, that's why, yeah, that's why I can't. That's why, because we can't read. Well, and I'm sure we've meandered many, many times on this, so I know we have, so anyway. Well, this has been fun, Luke. I, I don't know. Is there more to say? What What else you got? Uh,
0: in, in Switchblade, we trust.
1: Well, are we doing that? <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah. Hello, Hello, everyone, and And welcome. And and welcome. Fuck Fuck me. me.